What's up, everyone? Uh, tonight I'm here with uh, Kurt Wheeler, the director of Upward Stars and their 17U uh, head coach. Um, as a lot of you guys probably know, um, I have a really good relationship with Upward Stars program. Um, known them since my time at Wofford um, and just really respect the, the way they go about things. And um, it all starts with Kurt. Um, He's one that I, like I said, got to know while I was at Wofford, and we built a good relationship since then. Um, he's one that, you know, you know where you're going to get from him whenever you're around him, which is always refreshing. And, you know, he's passionate but not obnoxious or excessive or anything like that. So I always enjoy being around him, and I appreciate him uh, joining me here today. So, Kurt, how are you doing? Doing well. Trent, thanks for having me. Uh, I've been waiting for a while for that. I was like, where's Trent invited me on this thing? <laughs> yeah, I, I figured this spring I'd get some, some more guests and try to, you know, be a little unique with it and get, you know, different perspectives. So took a took some time off, but I figured it'd be good to ramp things back up this spring. So um, going right into it, uh, as always, start with a little background information. You know, anything you want the listeners to know about you, um, you know, what you do, how you got into stuff, any, you know, anything you want people to know. All right. Well, I'm from North Augusta, South Carolina. Um, so proud to be from South Carolina, but still representing the Augusta area, you know. 706, 803, it's all the same. But uh, I started doing this 24 years ago when I was 18 with wow. a friend, Sean Mims, who helps us. He's like over our coach development yeah. and a very good skill developer as well. Um, and we just started with some local teams in North Augusta. We actually, our first tournament wore Junior Hornets NBA <laughs> jerseys. It oh, was yeah. just like North Augusta. Everybody knows they have a great facility there. Um, you know, the other brand plays there big tournament there but uh great facility great people but we i think we did we win or we lost in a championship to a good team augusta metro maybe but it was just north augusta kids and yeah we kind of started doing it that way and i started helping with the local high school and once i we had kids go play with shoe companies south carolina ravens yeah. top sports and then the coach left and went to savannah so i was like oh well, i'll just do aau now so i started working with top sports which is adidas program that had buddy harper and then the South Carolina Ravens, which was Nike, um, J70, which was Jermaine O'Neal's teams, Palmetto Hoopsters. Wow. Uh, just different people in the state tried to work with and then had a group of kids playing with the South Carolina Ravens. Um, and the next year we were doing our own thing. I was like, what do you guys want to do? We can play mm -hmm. with, like, Tallahassee Wildcats, maybe the Celtics, or do yeah. our own thing. And they were like, oh, let's just do our own thing. And then that year we, we actually – uh, linked up with Nike Team Georgia Elite. And okay. We basically, we're like their 17 U team. Yeah, yeah. So we did that for two years. In the Nike terms, we play as Nike Team Georgia. Gotcha. And then uh, in the other events, we play as Team Truth. You know, and we play it yep. a lot. In team w Truth. Wallace Prather events. We got a really good relationship with Julio and uh, Carl McRae and Celtics. And um, so just kind of just did it. I would take like the best kids from the Augusta area. Yeah. And then whatever we didn't have, then I'd go out and find a kid like in eastern Georgia or Columbia or sure. upstate sure. South Carolina. And then just, I was actually about to get out of AAU because it was costing me too much money. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then, uh, Thomas Ryan, a good friend of mine, a head coach at Norman, uh, upward started doing this high school tournament, the mm -hmm. upper classic. He wanted to help with it. We helped get some teams, kind of guide them in the right direction. Kenny Byrne, myself. Uh -oh. And after that, they were like, oh, well, maybe we'll do AAU. So I was just like, all right, let me know. 
and, and it would you know went quiet for a while and then eventually he called and said hey they want to do this so I just started helping I was more like the ops guy like I yeah, recruited yeah. everybody sure. recruited a lot of coaches did all the logistics for us and then um, eventually upward coach Ryan had to focus more on dorm and they were looking for somebody to take over and they asked Kenny and Kenny was like no I'm coaching Gaston Day but y'all need to ask Kurt and they were like who is Kurt and they were like what he does all our stuff so yeah. I met them started running a program actually started working for corporate as an account manager um, so just had different churches and I had to recruit different people to do upward stars across the nation like 50 leaders wow and I had a good partner in that and she helped do that but yeah that's how kind of how we got here but like now we just really focus on like South Carolina and Charlotte yeah, yeah. area Augusta you know so yeah so ex- expand on that a little bit like how did you know you just touched on a lot of it but how did things come to be where you know upward developed into you know a uh, uh, Adidas 3SSB program like how did you get to that point from you know going from Augusta to you know you know having the Star Center in the upstate and that how did that all kind of come together all right well you know I think we started in like 2012 mm-hmm. and our plan was to have one team a 16 and under team because yeah. I had developed the relationship with LJ Peak yeah because he was playing in tournaments at Riverview Park sure and so I already knew some people in Gaffney and so, you know, I just met the kid, built a relationship, never tried to recruit him because I was, <laughs> like, out of coaching AAU. I was just watching kids play, and I never had a team to take them to. So then Upward was like, we might do this. So I was like, oh, mm. we need to start with Peak. Like, he's top 50. He's in the upstate. I got a good relationship. No people around. Uh-huh. Let's do it. So I had him, Keith Pinkney, some other kids, and then yeah, we okay. were able to pull Dozier in. Yeah, and so Dozier was, you know, he was a star from right away. He's always been a star. So we that first year we were only gonna have one team, sixteen U, and we ended up having a seventeen U team as well. And they got ranked and beat like the Florida Rams wow. uh, at Bog. It was packed. I mean, yeah, hundred yeah. coaches, and like that. That kind of like put us on the map. That team, they just kind of played together, played hard. I mean, I can name so many players, but I, we just had a good team. The most important thing is we had a point guard. <laughs> and a five. And oh, those yeah. Are the two most important players <laughs> yeah. you can have in AAU. But we had some wings who weren't scared that, you know, went on to college and did some good things. But really, that one in the five set the tone. And our whole deal was just like, be different. Let's set a standard. Yeah. Be different. This is who we're going to be on the court, off the court. And so, again, we had really good years. We played two company teams, beat them. Mm-hmm. Never really chased that. We played in. You know, on the radar. Yeah. Started, I think the first year Sean did Power 24. We played in that. Mm-hmm. Played in Gibbons. Played in Norm Parker's Nike Memorial deal. Rick Lewis stuff. So we just, we did the deal, you know? Yeah. And uh, Adidas, we sort of like, let's try to get an Adidas deal. So we're reaching out. <laughs> and they were kind of, you know, playing cat and mouse with us. Of course. And then they, they said they were going to offer us a deal. Reebok had offered us a deal. Mm. And... I was still new to Upward, so everything I was, like, sending to, you know, the VP. Mm-hmm. But, like, now I just do whatever yeah, I want to yeah. do. So, like, they signed it. Like, Adidas, I was like, hey, you got to send the offer because if we sign this, they're not going to go back on it. Yep. So, and I mean, the the deals were night and day. But the really? Reebok people were cool. It's actually the people who are running uh, UA now. Wow, Matt, okay. Matt yeah, yeah. Wow. So, we uh, signed the deal. Adidas makes a great offer. I mean, like, if we're talking, like, low major, high major 
Me and Major Budget was high Major Budget, like crazy <laughs> deal. Reebok was like D two, mm-hmm. like but it was like all right, cool. We can wear old Iversons, whatever. It was just something to do, and it worked. You know, it still was good, but they they never submitted an offer. They're like we were going to. Wow. So I go back to my VP, and he's cool. He used to coach and stuff, but he had like we had like a legal guy. So like he okay, okay. He was like we won't we won't go back on our word. So for like two days, I was like walking around like a girl had broken up with me. Like I was just like <laughs> man, like we need to be with Adidas, yeah, you know. Uh-huh. But I think Game Elite had just got on like the year before. Yeah. Uh, so, but my VP said some very profound words. He was like, as long as we do the right thing, it always works out. So then the next year, the guy who helped us sign Reebok, pretty much, I'll give him a shout out, Rob Engelman, you know, one of my friends, he pretty much got Adidas to give us a deal. Wow. Um, the next year. And like, we didn't have Dozier anymore, so it's like, you don't have your ranked player. So you're like, oh, we're not getting a deal. Yeah. And then we get Adidas, and uh, we bust out on the scenes. We end up Dariante Jenkins, ends yeah, up being yeah. top 30. Goes to Hargrave with a national championship, player of the year, national prep player of the year. That team's really good. Maybe our most talented team. Like, Chavez Goodwin, you know, mm-hmm. Wofford, Southern Cal. Like, Hadeem C., Jordan Bruner, Brevin Galloway, Zepp Jasper, like, yeah. Daniel Carr at Queens Court. That, like, I can name a lot, but, like, good team, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's how we got to Adidas. And we've been there since, I think, 2014 now. So, yeah, yeah. So... I, yeah, I remember because I think that was my last year playing AAU was 2014 because I was a 2015 kid and I remember like playing against some of your other teams and seeing you guys as Adidas. Like, it's just funny how all that stuff, you know, comes together and works out. Um, so talking a little bit more about, um, you know, just an upward program, like I've always noticed that you guys are, you know, different in, in the way you go about things, um, you know, just with your organization, your professionalism. Um, so talk about that a little bit, like, you know, your kind of values within the Upward program, your points of emphasis, um, you know, those things you guys focus on, um, both as coaches, players, and whoever else is, you know, with part of the program. Okay, well, Upward Stars branched off from Upward Sports. Okay. what Upward Sports is, is a youth, or excuse me, a Christian youth sports organization. Yep. So basically, Upward Sports partners with churches to help them produce sports ministry yep. at the church. So, like, we're in Marietta now. Johnson Perry Baptist is huge, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. So, they decided they want to get in travel basketball because kids weren't going to church on Sunday, so let's go to where the kids are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what we want to do is promote dis- the discovery of Jesus through sports. So, just, sure. you got a basketball, that's the connection. You know, so, hey, I coach you or I met you through basketball, so this is how I can help you grow yeah, as a person, yeah. growing your faith. So, like, people don't have to be a Christian to play for our organization. Mm-hmm. But they do understand that we're going to pray, we're going to talk about God, having a foundation. So that's the first thing, first and foremost. And then we just want kids, you know, to be good people. Like, we try to talk about the whole athlete, the total athlete, not just on the court. You got to know how to act off the court. So we really look to help kids. Some kids are already pretty good. As people, some need a little work. We're all mm-hmm. different, different personalities, sure. but that's our main thing. And we want to have authentic relationships, you know, as far mm-hmm. as values. Yeah. We want to have authentic relationships, not anything that's just based on, like, oh, let me give you a pair of sneakers. Yeah. Like, kid, I remember when I, yeah, not a transaction. <laughs> I want to be relational. I remember when I first started, as you give a kid a pair of sneakers, it was like, 
you gave them money. Now yeah. they get so much stuff, they just sell it. <laughs> it's and, nothing. and it's cool, but you have to know that, you know. Uh, we want to have intentional communication, yep. you know. We want to have a growth mindset. So, like, individually, but even from our program, like, yeah. we started out with two teams where it ended up being three, a hybrid team. But now we got, like, 40. Yeah. You know, so, like, um, and, that, and we could even, if we included, like, there's Upper Stars, South Atlanta, there's girls out of yep. New Hope, yep. and then North Atlanta out of Johnson Ferry. Yep. But then the Nashville Stars is basically Upward Stars. Wow. That, that's the biggest club in, in Nashville. They mm -hmm. probably got a thousand kids. Wow. Like, um, and then the last thing is just pursuit of excellence. We want to be the best on the court we can be and the best off the court, you know. So just we, we really focus on the person, you know. Sure. Basketball will take care of itself. Yeah, of course. So, like you touched on in the beginning, you know, you've been around AU and, you know, with in this for a long time. So, I I notice a lot of changes just from since when I've gotten in. What are some of the changes you've seen, you know, within the landscape with kids, parents, anything that, you know, that's just kind of stuck out to you is how things have, uh, you know, evolved over the years? Well, I think the first thing that stands out to just the average basketball fan is just the circuits, the sneaker company circuits. It mm -hmm. used to be like we're a sponsored team. They might have an yeah. event here and there, but now it's like you only play for the most yeah, part against so, your yeah. – and some some people want to claim to be the best, but they don't want to play you. They hide behind, you know, <laughs> certain uh, brands or whatever. So, but that's the first first and foremost thing. And then just social media, like, Oof, it's, yeah. it's a gift and a curse, you know. It I, is, completely. Like, social media have kids acting like adults and adults acting like kids. <laughs> so, but, you know, I love when kids post their things, their, their offers. I think it's great. That's, the, yeah. that's what they've grown up in. Like, so all you adults who... Hate on kids who want to post offers. Uh, don't be a Scrooge. Let kids live a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Now they can be excessive on some things, but you know, hey, I just would ask them: Do they ever post selfies? You know, <laughs> so I'm sure they do. But yeah. anyway, so social media is one. Uh, I think from a basketball standpoint, the positionless stuff mm. and the more emphasis or like. Shoot, all positions being able to shoot. Sure. But I will say this. People want to say it's positionless, but you'll always need a point guard. Oh, yeah. As great as yes. Golden State has been, they're at their best when Steph plays point guard. Yeah. I think, you know, Steve Kerr talked on that. Um, people say kids have changed. Kids haven't changed. Adults have changed. Mm -hmm. um, and kids only do what you allow them to do. Yes. So I would say the adults are changing. Like we yeah. give too much instead of holding kids accountable. Cause that's all <laughs> coaching is. Yeah. Accountability. That's all parenting is. Accountability. So I would say those are the things, just from off the court, social media. Yeah. Adults like yielding to the kids' wants instead of focusing on their needs, and then on the court, obviously positionless and the skill level of just like more positions can do more with the basketball. Yeah. Sure. Um, I will say, this doesn't really answer your question, but what I just it made me think about this: scouts like to look at what kids do with the basketball, and then look <laughs> at what they do without the basketball, oh, yeah. or how they defend, or how they rebound. Yep. You know, but a lot of scouts do that. Not you know the ones who are good like yourself. You look at Hope total so. basketball. <laughs> so. No, those are great points. I completely agree with, like, the social media stuff and being a gift and a curse. Like, I have to remind myself of that. Like, that's part of what I do, but there's a right and wrong way to do it. And the stuff you said about, 
you know, kids not changing, adults changing at all. I always, I say stuff like that, like, it always starts with the adults, like, what are they hearing on a daily basis, how are they guided, like, there's a reason they're, you know, at the point they are mentally, emotionally, when they get to be teenagers and indulged in this, and that starts with parents when they're kids, yeah, even I'll, younger. I'll even follow up on one thing, the, yeah. obviously the portal, and maybe we'll get to that mm-hmm. on here, yeah, but yeah. Like, it's roster management. So yep. now college coaches welcome the AAU coaches world. We'll see how good you are now. <laughs> so shout out to Miami and all those yeah. teams that quote unquote buy teams, you know. <laughs> so that that goes to my, my next question. How has your approach changed with, you know, getting your guys recruited or ha- having to navigate that since, you know, COVID, since the extra year, since the transfer portal? How have, you know, any of your approach or methods changed with, with that? Yeah, I see there was a stat out that said um, high school kids getting scholarships or signing has dropped a little bit, but I haven't felt that with our program because mm-hmm. Dip Meters at Augusta University, a really great coach and a good friend of mine, yeah. he asked me, how many of your kids were affected by COVID? Like, how many didn't sign that first summer? And I was like, all of them signed. Mm-hmm. I was like, now I think we have one or two who would have had more options yes. or maybe a handful who wouldn't have gone as high because mm-hmm. they would but you know that year I think we had like seven high majors wow. in, in the COVID year and then we just had Juco All-American going to Cincinnati <laughs> yeah. and off of that team so like that's a, a pretty good year mm-hmm. know, considering and then one of the kids who used to play with that team isn't in me now like he wow. played with, so that's didn't affect him, didn't affect them, but it, it still has some challenges um, because when you talk to coaches now, it's like they want to talk about the portal first. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we're not even, and they're definitely not talking about sophomores and freshmen. No. So uh, we used to tell parents, hey, if you had a son coming in our program at ninth grade, you're lucky if we get five coaches at your games. Yeah. And even then, it's just off of a relationship. They're not recruiting a ninth grader. Mm-hmm. If you're going to see people get offers, all it is is say, hey, will you offer this kid? If you want your kid to get that offer, we can do that, but we won't because we, yeah. we won't lie to the kids. We want them to earn it. But so we say 11th grade of your spring, you know, spring mm-hmm. 11th grade is when you'll get recruited. Now, I tell them you're not getting recruited until June. <laughs> yeah. Going into Close senior year. Yeah, yeah. Because the portals what it is mm-hmm. and now you're now June where your high school is your spring from yeah, the past yeah. and then in July that's what you have that's your chance so yeah. I'm glad the NCAA actually gave us two extra days but if they get rid of those academies and let kids really play kids want to play with their teams yes so yes um, but the thing we do we have a great team like I'm obviously the face of it but it's a lot of people that do a lot of stuff with especially on the recruiting front like we put stuff on yeah. social media we email out, we text, we call, but really it's just calling and saying, hey, with the relationships you have, we got this kid that we think fits you. Yep. And you gotta stay on them to get them to come, and then it's on the kid to perform. Because at the end of the day, if they don't perform, it's nothing you can do. No. So no, that's, no. Just, that's just our approach. We try to hit every angle we can hit. You know, film, highlights, social media, email, text, calls, you yeah. know, playing. I mean, we have a, a great plat- platform with Adidas, so that that helps out a lot too. But, you know, just our team of people, they do a great job. Sure. So that, that goes to my next question. That's like I was talking about before. That's another thing I've noticed, like, 
you know, the type of people you have within your coaching staff? Like, what's your approach with that, with, you know, adding people to your staff, whether it be coaches or, you know, up, um, you know, operations type things? Um, you know, what for, what do you look for in those, um, you know, staff additions? Well, I tell people all the time, and great, greatest thing outside of coaching these kids and developing relationships with them and their parents is I get to coach with my friends. Like, yeah. Everybody who coaches with me, they've been my friend for a long time or because of the type of person they are, we've allowed them to be a part of our program and we've become friends. Sure. So like, we're not just like, hey, you got this team, come over here and coach. And there's nothing wrong with that, but where we are located, we can do things a little differently. Like in Atlanta, you probably gotta say, hey, you got a good team, let's get you in our program, because <laughs> it's, it's different, you know? Mm-hmm. So I get that. Um, but just really seeing who they are as people, like who they are at the core, are they really about the kids? Yeah. You can be about yourself, but I need you to be about the kids too because I want to help the coaches. Hey, you want to be a high school coach? You want to be, you know, another AU program? Sure, whatever. I would like you to just stay with us. Sure. But you want to go to college? Whatever it is you want to do, train kids. We want to help the um, the coaches as well. But it's just a hard thing, you know, just seeing who they are. You can be the best basketball coach or the best recruiter, but if you're not the right person, you know, oh, yeah. we don't need to be a part of our organization. Like, we'll we'll lose some players, we'll lose some coaches, but overall, I always say we get who we're supposed to get, and that goes beyond just the players, the coaches as well, and the staff members. And uh, for us to grow and be the best that we can be, like, we got to have a team. It can't just be, like, one or two people doing everything. Yeah. So I just try to let... Another thing, I try to let people do what they like to do because if you're enjoying what you're doing, yeah, I think you'll do a better job. I may ask yourself. you to do some stuff that you may not enjoy sometimes, but if I won't do it, I won't ask you to do it, and I won't ask you to do it if I know you can't do it. But like, really, I try to let people, you know, yeah. be be leaders and be stars in their roles. Like, yeah. I don't try to micromanage, you know. So that's you how you just, get the most out of them. Yeah, just be an adult, you know. <laughs> Yeah. So a little more specific now, talk about, uh, you know, this year's, your 17 youth group this year. How do you feel about them? What do you like? What are your, you know, expectations uh, for them? You know, we're early in the spring still, but any thoughts you have on them so far? I really like this group. Um, I think it's unique. I think, I think the guards have a chance to be yeah. really good. Um, we can play big. We got some good size and we don't really have a four man, mm-hmm. and so maybe we'll get one later, maybe not. But we got two wings, Bryson Copeland and Jamari Breeze, who can play small ball four for us. Sure, and AU and, and if you play, especially if you play them together, you get one at the three and one at the four, yeah, yeah. about six five, six six. So I really like this group. I think we can shoot the ball well. Um, we need to play harder. Mm-hmm. I don't think we play hard. Um, we got to do the little things, but it's a it's a very exciting group to coach because um, again I think the guards can score and play with most 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 teams and I mean Brandon Crawford I don't like to single anybody out but I will because he's an unknown but he's an elite shot block and with him being a senior who'll prep somewhere oh, I think yeah. like a lot of people would be surprised by him but not only him I mean we I tell people all the time my friend he'll call me alright who's on your team this year I said, I can tell you, but you wouldn't know any of them. And I was like, but we'll go win some games, and everybody will try to credit our coaches. And I'm like, no, we got good players. Like, they can play. Sure. So um, I just think, you know, it'll be a fun team to watch. If they play hard, it'll be fun to watch because yeah. 
like I said, different people can score. They really like each other off the court and get along. It's important. And um, sometimes I think they play around too much when we're trying to practice. <laughs> so, like, you know, last weekend we had to jump on them a little bit. Yeah. It was the first time this spring I really, like, coach hard because I just kind of been chilling. Gotcha. But I think if my energy levels up, they'll play harder too. So, um, but we played a couple good teams in the Carolina Mania, like Woodsy Lee. Yeah. They play hard. Uh, no, yeah. Spitzer does a great job getting those guys to compete. Um, team Trez as well. And then we played Garner Road. But again, I just think we can play two different ways. We can play small and we can shoot, move it around and shoot it. And then we can play big. We can, we got like, we got two elite shot blockers. We got another post who can score it inside and step out and shoot it. So, you know, we can play power. We can play, yeah. you know, finesse if you want to call Being it. In different ways, yeah. yeah no, so. I noticed that. Like I, I think when I was, you know, talking to Bentley at Boiling Springs at, at Carolina Mania, like talking about, you know, the different ways you guys can play in lineups. Like that, I think that's important. Um, that kind of goes to my next question a little bit. So, with all the teams you've had in the past. Like, what are some of the, you know, early signs of a good team or, you know, signs that will let you know, oh, you know what, I really think this team can be successful. Is there anything that usually sticks out or that you notice? Uh, what I've noticed, and this is actually a good answer to your previous question, what changed? Mm-hmm. As I've coached more and more recently, I think, like, team building yeah. is very important. Mm-hmm. And uh, the players – they're still kids, so I think it's important for them to see if they, like, connect and like each other. Yeah, like, yeah. pros can, like, never, like, we watched the last end. It's like, I never talked to him, but we had a job <laughs> to do, right? Yeah. So, and that's cool. But kids, like, they kind of got to, like, rock with each other or it's not going to work. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I think the early signs are, like, doing team building, trying to figure out who meshes, sometimes putting them in the room with each other, sometimes mixing and matching players yeah. so you get the quiet kids to talk more <laughs> or the less responsible kids a little bit more responsible by putting them in there. So, like, um, just seeing how they interact off the court. I like watching body language and yeah. just how they talk. And, uh, one thing, too, we, we uh, make sure, because it's a team sport, but it's still individual. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. Basketball is an individual, especially AAU. An individual team sport. Yeah. That's the CL Butler quote right there. <laughs> but we try to say, hey, everybody's wearing the same socks. Everybody's wearing the same yeah. warm-up shirt or whatever. So the quicker they pick up on that, the better the year we have. Ooh. And usually I set the tone and say this is what we're wearing. But like when the first time a kid says, hey, what are we wearing? I say, well, you guys decide. So like tonight, they already said, what are we wearing tomorrow? So we'll mm, test this like theory that. this there year and see. Oh, yeah. But that's usually a good sign for us when they're like, all right, we're wearing red socks. And, you yeah. know, or somebody left there, so they're like, oh, well, I have an extra one or whatever. Um, mm. So I always threaten them, like, if you don't bring all your stuff, you won't play. But, yeah, and they, you're not going to do that. I, yeah. If I was a high school coach, I would make you sit in mm-hmm. the court or whatever. But, like, whatever. They lost something and didn't wash it. But mm-hmm. those are the things for me, just like, the little things like that. Yeah. No, I like that. Um, so a little more on that type of um, uh, topic. What is, like, success to you as a both director and coach? What is success to you um, each summer? Like, what do you hope to get out of each summer when July ends? Like, when you're reflecting on things, um, how do you kind of view that? 
Oh, scholarships. Yep. You know, the players are the trophies, like Kevin Sutton says, they're the heroes. I don't know how familiar familiar you are with StoryBrand, but like StoryBrand is a way to help like businesses, especially small businesses like market. Okay, yeah, so yeah. So basically what StoryBrand is, think about a movie, any good movie especially, like there's a hero, right? So yep. like, I don't know, Karate Kid, Star Wars, uh, it can be anything, but you have a hero and then you have a guide or some guides that guide the hero. Yeah. They don't try to be the hero, but they like you can do it pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Waterboy is a hero. Exactly. You can do it, right? So like, so you have these guys <laughs> that help the hero. So the way I look at it, the kids are the heroes. And so as long as the parents and the coaches and high school coaches, train whoever, remember the kids are the heroes. We're all guys. We all have a role. I can't be your mom. I can't be your. Yeah. I can't be your high school coach. It works out. So that's the way I look at that. Um, Just building a team, is that what the, what was the second part of that? Yeah, just how, how you view success as a team, team program when you're reflecting any, so just anything. So the scholarships, I don't know what our record is. Sometimes we'll go back and kind of think about it. We'll sure. send out a recap yeah. and, uh, and send it out. But how I judge us is on scholarships first and how well we play. Like, I can take losses if yeah. we play it well. But if we didn't compete... Especially if we didn't complete, because you're gonna miss shots. But how we play, like it, basically, if it's an honorable loss, you mm-hmm. know. But like when you watched us in Carolina, Mania, I don't think we had any honorable losses. Not <laughs> saying that those teams weren't quality teams, but I don't yeah, think yeah. Like, we played well. Like we didn't sure. get the effort. Yep. So the first thing is how we scholarships, how we played that season, and then always measure like on the on the three SSB. Sure. Like how we did. Like last year, we finished fifth. So, like, it was a pretty good year. You know, we've had other years. Most years are pretty good, but those are those yeah. are my things. But that, you see, that's the last one for me because it does it, you know. Definitely. So, last thing I wanted to ask you, this is not, you know, team-related. I want to talk about, um, you know, your college. And I've talked with Bentley about this a lot. I've talked with you about it some. Um, you know, talk about that, how that kind of got started, how you feel like that's gone for you uh, so far. Um, anything you want to, you know, mention with the college event? Well, the college event, Greenville Winter Invitational. Yep. It's the 3rd December, um, 3rd Saturday in December. So hopefully we'll have Saturday and Sunday. We'll oh, see. yeah. See how well Bentley recruits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was an idea the prior to COVID, mm-hmm. like leading that, started working on it. We had like LSU versus Florida State. Clemson was going to be in, South Carolina was going to be in, started working, and then COVID happened. So just left it alone. And then we were like, okay, we can do life again. So I started calling teams. They're like, oh, we're booked. And I kind of left it alone. And I was trying to do it at Bon Secours, but they were like, oh, we're trying to do our own event. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to do something with Furman, like the Carolinas classic type thing, yeah, like Furman yeah, versus South Carolina, Wofford versus Clemson. And I was like, cool, you can do that. And I might be able to help you do that. But what I want to do is different, but let me help you. I can explain how I can help you. Yeah. This was all email. So I didn't really say, like, I'm an AAU coach. I had these connections. Yeah. It sounded like I was bragging. But they never would give me a call. So I was going to do it at Bob Jones. Bob Jones was all in. So some teams were like, oh, I don't know about the arena. And I was like, 
What are you talking about? You play in Destin, Florida. It's a JUCO gym. Yeah. It's the same no, thing. Exactly. It's the same type of Some setup. Some of those MTEs, yeah. Yeah, so uh-huh. I was like, all right, whatever. So working on it. Then the city of Greenville, well, actually Greenville, uh, visit Greenville SC, Billy Dunlap was like, hey, you still want to do this event? What if I can get the arena? And my pride was like, screw that. I want to show yeah. them I don't need them. But I was sure. like, you know what? Business-wise, the teams will like it better. Yeah, get it, Billy. Let's do it. So he sets it up. We're starting to work on it. He leaves his job. And now it's like, oh, what's <laughs> going to happen? So, but basically, people at the arena, my group, and Visit Greenville, SC, and Furman kind of all have a partnership to make it work together because it's about Greenville. It's about bringing basketball to Greenville yeah. and doing things. And, you know, the people at the arena, Beth Paul, she's a GM. She's a big basketball fan. UConn, so her team won championships. So she's happy now. But great to work with. Everybody's on the same page. Like, my group, we have our role. We make sure we take care of the teams with the Visit Greenville SC, the arena. You know, they're used to hosting events and doing run a show and then Furman. I mean, it can't happen without them because their people actually do the operations. Oh, really? So, yeah. like, that's that's really it. It was just a vision to, like, you know what? We had these connections with college coaches. Like, why not bring basketball to the upstate? Greenville's nice. You know, Greenville. Yeah. It's like San Antonio, downtown Greenville with Falls Park and the river, Reedy River. So, it really was like, Let's bring basketball, obviously, and then but let people see this gym of the city, like this downtown area. Like when yeah. people see it, they'll love it. They already host the women's SCC, women's tournament, yeah. men's tournament. You know, so that's what it is. We may do a high school, sure, uh, Friday night game leading into the tournament. We love to have uh, women's games on Sunday because that's already their TV day. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see about that, but. But that's yeah, that's what it is. We just hope to grow it from, you know, three games to four to eight games. And so, um, if any power fives aren't scared to play, you know, I know everybody thinks they are net one game, but you're not. <laughs> so let's 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 be realistic and play like opponents, you know. Yeah. So how how do you feel like it went this year? I know I was planning on coming and something came up, but it seemed like the matchups were good, like um, is there any, you know, do you have any ideas on how to build it in future years with different matchups? Is there any anything specific you have in mind um, for that type of stuff? Yeah, I think it's just like, so I think if we would have had all the games on Field of 68, yeah. it would have really banged out yes, social yes. media and within the coaches' world. You know, I know everybody, ESPN is, you know, what it is, but like, <laughs> to get the buzz behind it, if we had all the games with Field of 68, I think coaches would say, oh, what event is that? That's in Greenville? And then they would call Goodman and yeah, Doyster and T.O. and Phantom, like, what's that? And they could talk about it. Or when we call people, like, oh, that's the thing that was on Field of 68. Mm-hmm. ESPN, you and or wherever it was on, plus, the only people watching the games are the fans. So we got to yeah. get TV, got to get a sponsor, because then I can call or we can call teams and say, hey, we got rooms, food, gifts, and a guarantee, because that's what they all ask, and TV. They want to know. Yeah. It's TV, got you got guarantee money, uh, we'll get back with you. <laughs> and then you got to find, like, 10 different opponents for them to play. Yeah. Like, not that one, but this one. But, that one. So, but the, yeah, just got to, you know, make it a little bit more sexy, more attractive for 
you know. And most again, most people were competing against like, oh, let's go to Florida versus Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, you know, if I didn't know Greenville, and I still do, I'd go to Florida now too. Sure. If I could, you know. So that's that's it. We just got to make it more attractive, and uh, maybe start saying, hey, if you don't play, you can't get any players. There you go. So. <laughs> <laughs> with without the way some some of the stuff happens with recruiting, that might that's not even that wouldn't even be looked at uh, yeah. well, in I'll a negative one way. Thing, one good question that people ask is like, yeah, can we give them money, guarantee money for NIL, like so they play NIL? So mm, that's yeah, that's interesting to think about. Get creative yeah. with that type but of I stuff. I wonder if as an AU coach. How they would take it if I asked, like, yeah. when you give our program, you know, I don't play. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what they <laughs> would say. No, that's a good question, though. Yeah. Like, especially for, like, the mids and the lows. Mm-hmm. Like, we had a couple of high majors asking, I'm like, you know, you need us to give you money. Like, you're yeah. the big team. You know, you know, but, like, if you're Sunbelt or SoCon, I can see, like, that could be that. And maybe, no. we, maybe we could be the event that does that. Hey, you yeah. play here, you're going to get NIL. No, that's that's smart, and I'm I'm excited to see how you know how it is next year. The diff, you know different matchups you can get, and make sure I uh, make the short trip up to Greenville for it. But yeah, we gotta get you over. Oh yeah, got to. I always I always enjoy coming up that way. So made the drive a hunt. Who knows how many times? A million. <laughs> but uh, no, that'll do it. Those that's all the uh, those are all the questions I have for you. Anything else uh, you want to end with for the listeners to hear? Um, that's a good question right there. Let's see. Let's leave a nugget. Let's leave a nugget. Um, shoot, that's a really good question. I'll just say, like, man, a life thing. Just be kind, you know? Mm -hmm. Just, like, don't be so mad. Don't be confrontational. Like, try to de-escalate situations you know (laughs) be cool you know we're all we're more alike than different let's just put it that way yeah you know regardless of what the news tells you or social media we're more alike than different you know so i would just say that and you know and adidas is the best circuit i don't care what there you go oh yeah there we go the other circuit is (laughs) give us some good sound bites you know if we if we line it up on the court you know all that tv shows and all that you know I, if we just talk Georgia, the Celtics, I mean, mm-hmm. year in and year out, game elite. Like, you know, I'm not saying other teams don't come and go, but, like, consistency. Consistency, yes. Like, and all, you know, so that's just here in Georgia right now. Like, they, like not right now. It's been that way. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, like Julio says, the biggest thing for basketball, Atlanta, Adidas, what is it, Atlanta Celtics, the biggest thing in basketball, what's he say? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, he's, he's great, though. I can He's passionate about Atlanta and and Adidas too, but he 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 does a good job, a great job. So, but but that's all I would just say. Like you know, we're more alike than different. Going back to that, and so just like relax, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice if more people did that. Um, no, but that'll do it. I you know appreciate you uh, taking the time to do this, and excited to watch you guys throughout the spring and summer. And always uh you know appreciate uh our relationship and and I hope it continues that way. So thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me.